0: The champ is here. We will definitely not shut up and dribble. The champ is here. I must be the greatest. The champ is here. I'm gonna continue to stand with the people. The champ is here. I will, I will not lose. I'm a bad man. I shook up the world. Yes, yes, and we're gonna continue to shake up the world. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You could have been anywhere in the world. But you are here with we. My name is EJ and I got my man. m Yes, he's a DB locked down with that press coverage for the show. Uh, we are black in sports. We're giving a voice to the culture. We won't shut up and dribble. All right. Here to interview the best professionals in the game, in the boardroom, covering it all while laughing at all, while providing a platform to be heard. So without further ado, I'm going to welcome our guest. He stands. Six foot seven. All right. Yeah. He, he's light on his feet. You know, he can pop <laughs> lock and show you a couple moves if yeah. you need to. You know what I mean? Hey, one half of the Great Wall. <laughs> all right. And he can form Voltron if we need him. to. Uh, okay. He's the CEO of the world's mm-hmm. most perfect cheesecake. All right. Mm-hmm. Great dad of three. Yes, sir. All right. He is a bodyguard, the protective services to the biggest pro athletes, entertainers, and billionaires. Mm hmm. Hey, let's give it up for Adam Cedric Quinn. Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
1: Thank you guys for having me on the show. I appreciate it.
0: No, man. Glad to have you here. So how (laughs) we jump it off and how we started off is we need a shoot your shot moment, man. So you are a man of many ventures, many talents, many Mm -hmm, places. mm -hmm. So we want a really good, like, shoot your shot moment where they was like, no, it can't be done. And you went for
1: it all. Man, let's just say, um, becoming a bodyguard, man, it was just something that. I never had any aspirations to do security, you know. Mm-hmm. Ironically, wow. um, I was a football player, man, and okay. I, I will I will call myself that to the day I die. You know, my yep. offensive of tackle, and um, you know I ended up making it to uh, the Canadian League. Well, I went to camp with the Chiefs first in 2002, May 19th, 2002. They flew me to camp for a workout, mm-hmm. had two day workout with the Chiefs, and then uh, they said uh, they seen everything they need to see of me physically, and they were impressed, but they would need more film on me. So, uh, they sent me to the Canadian league, uh, signed with the BC lions three days after I left, uh, the chiefs, um, and, you know, became right tackle for, for them. And that was a great accomplishment for me. And, uh, I got hurt right before we we were, uh, to play the Hamilton tiger cats. I got hurt like two days before that Uh. spinal injury and uh, I just got messed up, man. And. Uh, End up getting a release because you know, in Canada, they can only keep so many Americans, Americans and yep. it's that's oh. gonna be mostly DBs and receivers. Uh-huh. And so, I was a cavalty of the uh, of the uh, cuts, man. But uh, had a great time there. All the guys had told me, Man, we never seen an old lineman move like you. They, you know, a lot of people thought I was a DN when I got to campus, I was about 314 in shape, okay. But at 6'7, that's you know, I was yeah. like, Real, real, real slim, wedding, you know, hey, like we said in the intro, <laughs> <answer, laughs> light on his feet, boy. like you know, hey. Man, hey, well, you know, the feet word came from, uh, you know, break dance pop locking in the era I grew up with. So, <laughs> you know, I, always, it I always carried that with me, so we
0: may get uh, it out of him soon. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we so, keep going know. tonight. We may get him to, you know, <laughs> yeah. have Quan drop a beat for him. <laughs> uh,
1: so you know, I just carried it all the way to football, man. But um, that's
0: a hell of a moment, man. Yeah, man. That's but um, a- um,
1: yeah. But wanna say becoming a bodyguard, because like I said, I never had any. Uh, anticipation on doing any type of any type of security ever mm-hmm. you know so uh for that just to happen within itself is probably like that that moment of my life yeah wow yeah i saw a, a new york times quote from you so mm-hmm. that, uh, i used to laugh at security guards so i called them fake cops yeah fake <laughs> cops you know I man <laughs> until i actually got into the <laughs> field, field yeah. the, the line of work man and see what security really entailed uh-huh. and how hard you really have to master your craft uh Especially as far as being one with people, yeah, you know, you yeah. really got, you really have to have a uh, people personality. You really have to understand pert, uh, just the different backgrounds and cultures and where everybody sense. grew up. Yeah, and with me, I always try to put myself in the shoes of whoever I was coming in communication with, okay. so I can understand it. their perspective. Okay, but. If it's something that I needed them to do, like move out the way, <laughs> <laughs> or you know, we need—I've been doing that. <laughs> yeah, we we need we need to have this client at a certain uh, in, in a certain right, place right. or whatever. You know, I I would hope they they want to spend understand my perspective as well. Yeah, so. sure. <laughs> but you know that all helped because you know I was a sociology major in, in college and everything. I didn't get my degree yet. Um, I, I I plan on finishing that over here at UNLV. I got like nine classes left, oh, okay. So, okay. so I'm gonna finish that up. But yes, sir. I always just been a people person as a kid, so okay. I just. Um, it was an easy adjustment doing the bodyguard work. Okay, nice. So, so so um, back to when you were a kid, were you ever, uh, were you ever not big A? Were you ever just kind of normal size A? Just kind of that where that background of sports started. I always was a bigger kid, you know. Um, my um uh with with sports, man, it mainly was just my internal desire, man, and my own personal belief in myself. Because my mom, you know, she just was working hard just to take care of her kids, and she wasn't a sports person. My dad, he wasn't really there, and um. When I would see him, he would just, te- you know, try to tell me about uh, learning a trade and all that. Because my my dad was sixty when he had me, so he grew up in wow. old yeah. South Atlanta. Uh, yeah, gotta uh, have a skill. Atlanta, you know, what oh, I'm he's saying? from the South. Yeah, okay. he's from Atlanta. My okay. mom, was from, my mom was from uh, New Orleans by way of Compton. You know, they they, they moved out here to, uh, it. to okay. California when they, you know. And um, wow. like I said, you know, neither neither one of them was was into sports. They was the church folks. You mm-hmm. know me, so you know if you want to get a prayer laid on you, you want some. <laughs> Some <laughs> gospel yeah. about some gospel so you, you, they, you know, they, a, a, a lot a, of that but, but Easter but. speeches and stuff yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah they always got a Bible quote for you and oh. this this that and the third, but uh, yeah, all the sports was me, man, so I was a bigger kid, um like I said, like i mentioned just now, uh you know watching fame and and uh Beach street breaking okay, and right. you know all the 80s mm-hmm. shows uh, that that really inspired me to Watching want to dance and pop, and pop and, yeah and uh <laughs> you know where i you know i grew up in the, in the gang area and i'm not proud of that but you know it, it is what it is, it is you what know it is. Yeah, so yeah. a lot of the the gangsters that were in the neighborhood uh you know my brother was banging and so they were always he was always like hey man my little brother could see all y'all. You know what I mean? <laughs> and they would be like, hey, hey, hey cook, go get your oh, little brother, home, Go get, get, <laughs> get, get him. So cause. when I was like six, seven years old, eight years old, I uh-huh. was popping against grown Crips with the the shower uh, caps on, on, the rollers and all that. And they'd be like, hey, good, that little nigga, hold on. <laughs> Damn. He, you know? So I mean, I had that as a gift. That's you know tough. what I'm saying? Where I could actually, I was able to, um, you know, I always have rhythm yeah and I, I you know i was a drummer I okay i played the drums you know you had to I play used, at church too uh I, di- I didn't play at church but you know i always grabbed some pencils broke some hanging yeah, yeah. uh-huh grab 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 the, grab the, the bar stools and drive my mama crazy Get out, you got <laughs> <laughs> but you know i could always hit that that, that beat man and um that was like uh natural gift that i had okay rhythm uh-huh so I later on became a band member and all that That's stuff. That's what I was going to ask, you know, right? So you were yeah. in the band. I was in the Los Angeles All-District Honor Band, which we call the All-City Band. Okay. So in 1993, if y'all can ever pull that film up, I was in the Tournament of Roses Parade. We was the first band in there. Oh, wow. And I played the Tri-Toms, and I was 10-ass. Oh. Old. <laughs> I actually, and, and I, I mean this, if I knew that uh, Drumline could have been a movie, oh. I, I would have made that a long time ago. Using it? Everything Nick Cannon was in that movie, that was me. That was you. I couldn't, couldn't, read, read, the I music. couldn't read. I couldn't read. You know, I, I, you a little bit, but yeah. I wasn't good as I should have been. Uh-huh. But by ear, I hear one time I play anything, anything that anybody play, I hear one time I play. I'm still like that to this day. Damn, that's what's that. up. That yeah. is. That's a. That's a gift. Yeah. That is a gift. Now that that scene where uh, they fought Morris Brown. Mm. And Nick Cannon was in the front. That would have been, it would have ended up a little different. Oh, a little different. You <laughs> know, especially my security skills, you know what I'm saying? We would, we would have implied a couple of holes, a couple of takedowns. I and, think they would have thought twice you know, before man. they would have did that it's anyway, great. though. Yeah, you've been beating the, the hell out of his drum. Right. right, <laughs> right. And, then, and then, you know, I had the, they had the old line techniques. Yeah, it would have
0: been a bad deal. Yeah, that's man, up. you got a drum, that's drum, that's drum that's line that. looking like a tuba guy. So <laughs> they would have thought twice about that mm-hmm.
1: one. Yeah, man. So in the band, I.
0: You did post that, like, you went in high school with very little football
1: playing. I didn't play any high school football from the tenth grade to twelfth grade. So this this is what happened when I when, I, when I was in uh, Rialto, California, uh-huh. uh back in the late eighties. Okay, I, my junior high school was from uh my junior high school years were from eighty seven to ninety. Okay, so it, back then, junior high was seventh, eighth, ninth. Oh, that's right. Okay, and high school was tenth, eleventh, twelfth. Okay, so. I played in ninth grade. I was a third stringer cold junior high school, but you know, when I, when I, when I did get in, I did what I did, you know what I mean? But you know, still third stringer. <laughs> and then, um, when we moved to, uh, I was, well, I was going to play at Eisenhower high school and, uh, moms ended up moving back to LA. Mm-hmm. So that's when I went to Dorsey high school. Okay. So when I walked into Dorsey. Uh, first football player I met was Keyshawn Johnson. So I was about six feet. Keyshawn was like six, four. Okay. And, uh, I was like, how you doing, sir? <laughs> uh, Keyshawn seemed like uh, uh, like King Kong. Yeah. You know, at that time when I was walking to school, man. Uh-huh. Yeah. When I found out he was a receiver, I said, what in the hell what, going what on in L.A.? <laughs> this L.A. football? They got six, four receivers Wait, like this? What part of the game is that? Yeah, man? Right, right. So, you know, I wanted to play. At, at at uh well, I wanted to play football, but I wanted to play at Eisenhower because i had i had grew up in Rialto from first to ninth grade, so you had more people there. yeah I, I and all the guys that were going to play at the high school at that time um and i'm class ninety three you know was everybody I grew up with oh, so you. I was just more comfortable in that environment yeah, and right. then you know like i say you know yeah I, I I had grew up in Oh, neighborhood, and I got to Dorsey. Was that but it was a Blood high school. So okay. I'm like, oh, yeah. what the fuck? Where am I at? <laughs> I remember the first day of going to school, oh. and uh I heard it was like, "Hey, Blood." I was like, oh, "What?" <laughs> I ain't say nothing to him, right. but I was just like, "Oh shit, where am I at?" You was aware, right? I was aware of my surroundings. So I said, "Okay, we gotta, mm. you know, we gotta know how to act. Yeah, you know, yeah, we know how to care ourselves. So you know." but man I met a lot of guys from the uh you know Dorsey was right across the street from the jungles and a lot of them guys man I became real good friends with especially to this day man so um I'm I'm really glad that that era has passed even though you know you still got you know a few little young knuckleheads here and there but um, so the Keyshawn indoctrin you and, and kind of give you the ropes to the, uh, to the team? Man. Or did
0: you, after you saw him, like, hold on, if he's a receiver, I'm going to think, I'm going to just t- tuck mine in, yeah. Coach.
1: <laughs> man, but yeah, exactly, man. Then, you know, they had, uh, the running back at the time was Sharman uh, Shah, who later became Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, the running back for UCLA. Oh. So he was the running back. So and then they had uh, Lamont Warren, who uh, went to Colorado and yeah. played for the Colts. Yep. So yep. you Damn. had all three of them on the same squad. You yeah. know what I mean? So. <laughs> uh, then, uh, they had a, a defense lineman, uh, Cedric White. I remember he was the, like the first high schooler in LA at that time to bench press 400 pounds on the line. So, you know, they, the was stacked, man. They had a great yeah. squad. And, um, I have finally <laughs> decided that I wanted to, you know, I was, I was like, man, well, since I'm here in LA, I might as well, you know, play. Mm-hmm. But then my mom stuck me in the band, and, um, I got comfortable on them drums once again, man. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, I remember, we were standing outside the band room we had a, uh we were doing we were about to walk to the football field to practice and um uh, the drummers from the year before had showed me the cadence and the cadence with the band marches to as they're marching you know when they're not playing music so showed me it was uh it's the cadence called galactica mm-hmm. and uh man I, I heard that one time played it on the try times everybody just stopped like gosh damn <laughs> I, I remember i was like Brrr. And people came out the classroom like, yeah, What the go.
0: hell? <laughs> we got a band now.
1: And the, 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 our band yeah, team was like, Adam, take us to the take us you know, take us to the field. So we started walking to the field and I'm playing off through uh-huh. school and it was just a, a trip to see like all the kids like coming out the classroom. Yeah, they had yeah. never heard no no that. Like, no, 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 no. shit. <laughs> <laughs> drummer boy yeah, man. So I that you know, I brought the people together through through the through the rhythm. There man, it you know is. So yeah, that was cool. But uh, yeah, with Keyshawn, man, uh, we we became cool, man. Me and Keyshawn are still cool to this day, man. Nice. Um, uh, and he remembers that story real well. <laughs> you know, they him. I remember all the football players like, man, you better bring your ass out here and play, man. We gonna jump your ass, man. <laughs> and then you know, it was it was crazy because tenth, eleven, twelfth. Uh, well, in the tenth grade, I like I said, I, I started high school. Mm-hmm. I was six feet, uh, like two oh five. Uh, going into Christmas break that 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 uh, fall of tenth grade, so de- December, say late December, going to early January, going to uh, 1991. Um, I had left Dorsey say the second week of December, six feet. I came back that that second third week of uh of uh Christmas break. I was six four. Damn! I grew I, so I grew I, I, grew, it, I, grew, right? I grew four <laughs> inches over the Christmas break. <laughs> So now water down and there, so, boy. At Blessing Bless- oh, yeah. so, <laughs> I remember I walked through the door. They were like, man, what the hell happened to you, man? Yeah. Like, and then they were really on. All the football team was really on me because they was like, man, you, you got to be out here, man. We need you, man. We need you. What you doing? But it was just a conflict because every year I would talk to my mom to go back to Rialto and play. because I, like, I wanted to play I wanted football, but yeah. I, like I said, I wanted to play where I wanted to play at. You know yeah. what I mean? And, you know, uh, I, I love Dorsey High School, man. It was a great experience, but I still, you know, I wanted to be at Eisenhower, man. So, you know, it was what it was, man. I just ro- rode it out until I graduated. There you know it is. So when you graduated, you went to, did you go to Long Beach Long Beach City, uh, Long City? Beach City, College City. Show. And y'all won a national championship? 1995 national yeah, man. champs, man. Yeah. yeah. Kiss so, the ring, baby. Yeah, <laughs> Kiss the ring. But, you know, the whole thing was, you know, I got there in 93. And then, uh, basically, I'm thinking, so at the time I got there, I was six six three twenty. 320. So I'm thinking that I'm at that side, I'm just going to go roll everybody up. Yeah. I know that, you know, yeah. uh, along with football comes weight room. <laughs> and so no matter how big you are, if you ain't putting no iron to your flesh, right. it, that yeah, don't mean right, nothing. Right. And so I had a, a wake-up call, man. The first day I go to practice, I go in the, um, the weight room, and it's a, uh, it's a big dude swole up. On was it a corner? I'm, Lock- tell, I'm about to tell you who it was. <laughs> this, this dude had 405 on there, and he had hit it 10 times, and I watched him hit it, right? Uh-huh. Okay. He racked it, got up. I'm the biggest, strongest, prettiest motherfucker anybody know. <laughs> LeVar Ball.
0: LeVar, Levar Ball, you're tight in. in. <laughs> you're tight <tied> in. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, yes, so, yes. You know,
1: <laughs> I, I, I tell people to this day, man, I got so much love and respect for LeVar because he ain't never changed me. He, he's was always him? been... He, he. That's I, him I, and the- Ironically, I remember uh, after we had played uh, Pat, well, they played him. I was on the sideline. They played uh, Pasadena City College 93. Uh uh, City was nine and oh, and went up there and got whooped on. That was that, that we would have been 10 and oh, but okay. they was bullshitting and came in the with the with the with the game. And so, <laughs> on the way back, Lavar and somebody else, uh, they bagging on each other on the, on the bus. And the dude was like, Man, are you like as white girls anyway? He was like, You damn right. Watch me. I'm gonna get me a tall Yankee. I'm gonna have me, I'm gonna have like two or three sons. And they all gonna be ballers. And man, to see that shit come <laughs> out to be <laughs> reality. I'm gonna say tall, Yankee. Yeah. Man. Yeah. <laughs> hey. You and, gotta love him though. But but what he, he spoke into existence is yeah, what really happened. Yeah, Yeah. Man? So it's a, it's a trip to see that that, that really happen. I remember the day when he that's said that. Wow. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so yeah, man. Well oh. Yeah.
0: I didn't know football was his game, but I did see that post oh, yeah. when we were doing the lookup, yeah. and I saw that it was his tight end because I think you had, like, a pitcher's, like, yeah.
1: side-by-side. I was like, Yeah, man, oh, hell I, had big, no. I had the big chunky cheeks <laughs> looking like Biggie. I almost said, like, oh, oh, shit. oh. I lost a little weight from there, you know what I mean? But, yeah, man, but, uh, but Lavar, I remember in practice, you know, we'd be going through the plays and stuff, and he'd right next to me, and he'd be like, big old youngster. What up, boy? You know what I'm saying, just talking crazy, man. But he was always a positive dude. Yeah, always like uplifted me. You know what I'm saying. That's and, good um, stuff. Um, you know he would he would uh, work with me after practice, man, on uh just on, in in the weight room, getting stronger and shit like that. And, you know he was always like a big brother figure to me. Man, that's really so, dope, yeah, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. So basketball was a love for you as well, though, right? Yeah,
1: man. Basketball was my uh my second sport. So baseball was first, and basketball, and now. I just love basketball because it was like yeah, basketball was everything that I wish I could be. Okay, <laughs> you know, we'll go into a, that. Let's hear that. I <laughs> had a, I had a chance to to try to make it a reality. You uh-huh. know what I mean? So my first year, I, uh, which was '87, man, everybody, all the kids in reality so we used to play Golden State basketball. That was the name of my little basketball um, okay. community. It was called uh, Golden State at the Johnson Center. Boy, that and was so,
0: a, a strong name to yeah, have back yeah, then. yeah, the right.
1: state basketball, <laughs> so we had all NBA named teams and everything. So the first year I scored six points the whole season, I was happy because that was my first time playing class. basketball. All right. Second oh. year I came back eighty eight, I was top ten scorer, but I knew that that over the uh, at the end of the eighty seven season going to, going to the eighty eight, you know all the practicing I had did to make myself better, uh-huh. and when I came back in the eighty eight season, be a top ten to be a top ten scorer was just a testament to the hard work, work to put yeah. in. So you know, basketball really taught me at an early age that if you if you work towards your goals and keep practicing and that. practicing, you would get better. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's what I loved about basketball. If, if, if you could compare your game mm-hmm. to an NBA guy now, who would that who who would your game be? uh Let me see. Honest to be honest, you know I don't want to BS. <laughs> to be honest, I say when I got older and when I learned my body better, Shaq.
0: It's yeah just yeah. moving people yeah
1: yeah uh drop step because when it when i finally got the ability to dunk and stuff like that see yeah. that's scary so yeah like, like drop shaq, step on mm-hmm. him, shoulder I, think, on him. Mm-hmm.
0: I think god messes up sometimes where the algorithm that he was putting together because your big ass is not <laughs> supposed to be able like shaq's big ass like had some kind of cheat code for him to be dunking right when we saw the yeah, results he was
1: tearing shit down left and right and then i learned how to how to shoot and everything so okay I, i'll like shaq larry johnson and okay, I, I say those yeah. two because a, a lot of people when I was ball, you know, being they called you that, didn't they? That was my nickname, Baby Shaq. Shack. was ball, in, ball-headed, in the- and then when I grew my hair, I was a like, little LJ. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, so you know, having them two nicknames, I, I would say that my my game, you know, was similar to theirs. Okay, not quite, but you know, if I had to compare myself, yeah. and then, and that, and I'm sure mm-hmm. that helped. Her, I mean, footwork wise, footwork oh, oh, goodness. You was, yeah, I, you was killing that tackling. Yeah, because you know, you, uh, as a tackle, you know, you can you can get away with being able to shield a guy and uh, run blocking. But pass blocking, you got to be able to have the feet to get out there and Get 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 on at the end, you know what I mean? So, yeah, basketball was a tremendous help for football, man. Yes, sir. Hey, man, I saw that look in your eye,
0: man. You was about to give me one of them, man. I saw your feet were moving. I know you're the end, man. I know know you know I'm the the end. end. I know you know that. You
1: kind of go into that that, when you hit. It's like it's like a boxing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, I saw it in his (laughs) eyes, man. Isn't flashbacks (laughs) and shit, man.
1: So you know that, and that's funny, man, with my son being a defensive end. It's crazy because I never thought that I would be the father of a DN. I just knew I would have a cold, the whole, a cold, the line. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, when he, when he was a kid, man, you know, I put him on the line. We put him on the line. When he was like eight. And then when he turned nine, uh, his first practice, uh, as, as a nine year old, he hit a kid with a swim move. So cold. I said, Oh no, DN. Yeah. <laughs> Naturally. Yeah. 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 That's- yeah. Yeah. He's, he's amazing, man. man. <laughs>
0: All right, man. So let's kind of like move mm-hmm. forward into, you know, your career as, you know, bodyguard and,
1: yeah. and doing security. So, uh, you know, like I alluded to earlier, once I had got, uh, cut, um, with the BC lions, I was flying back. Um, and I just, I remember being on the plane thinking what am i going to do with my life, you know? And so I, I uh, ended up going back, working at a grocery store. I was working at a uh, Ralph's grocery store in um, Carson, okay. Right behind, uh, Cal state Dominguez. And I had a buddy who did security he came in one day and, um, I seen him he had a security shirt on. <laughs> I got kind of laughing. I'm like, uh "Oh, here come the popo yeah. <laughs> top flight, right, right, right For <laughs> the world, Chris." And he and he was like, "My man Vince Camper, I got a shotty mouth." And he was like, "Hey man, I got uh, I can get you on a security gig, man. This this was 2002 right after I came from camp." And um, i was like, "Man, I ain't doing no security, man. Hell, no." Nah. I said, "Man, what that bullshit pay anyway?" <laughs> he was like, "70 uh, bucks, yeah, 70 dollars." I, bu- I said, "What for the week?" He said, "For the night." I said seventy dollars for the night. <laughs> hey man, sign me up with my badge. What, what? What he saying? Yeah. Uh, what you saying?
0: Uh, uh, Harlem Nights? <laughs> Shit, <She's>
1: yeah. <here. laughs> uh, hey, uh, 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 oh, ready? What, what, what is ready? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm ready. Yeah. So man, hell yeah, man. I took that. I took that gig, man, oh, and it was working be, for. Uh, it was working for a comedian named uh, Evan Lionel. and so Evan well, he's uh, a brother out of Chicago. He was real hot at the time, okay. man, And um, uh, he had the uh, Laugh Factory. And so uh, I did that, that Friday night work and that Saturday night work. So, you know, made that $140. And, man, you couldn't tell me a damn thing. I was like, shit. So the guy that was the uh, manager there, I asked him, I said, well, how can I get more gigs like this? So right. he said, man, you got, you got to get yourself out there, get known, and uh, just promote yourself, man. Meet yeah. people and all that stuff. So the, at that time, um, me and my wife and my uh, kids were little babies at the time. We, we were uh, staying with my mom in Compton off of uh, Santa Fe and Laurel. And uh, I had a little Ford Escort, man. It was like a, a bucket. It was like one of them cars we turn on, you got to leave it on because if you turn that shit off, oh, it wasn't going to come on, on for on. like three days. <laughs> yep. So, <laughs> just leave it running. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah even when I parked it, I would just lock the door and leave yeah. it running. So, <laughs> so every night I would drive from Compton up to uh, uh, Sunset Boulevard or Hollywood Boulevard. And wherever I seen the crowd at, I would get out and you know introduce myself and try to meet the security manager and who and you know Damn. find out whoever ran the security team and if i get it to, so i can see if i can get myself on right and i did that until i got work every night of the week so all of the hollywood hotspots uh uh monday through sunday mm-hmm. i I, was I, had, I had a club i had a club every night man so i, I remember uh i can remember like it's the back of my hand monday night i had the bar fly that was eighty dollars tuesday night i had the uh sunset room that was fifty dollars Wednesday I had the Hop in Lakewood, that was another sixty dollars. Thursday I had the gate. <laughs> like Rainbow. Oh, <laughs> that was like uh sixty. Right. Friday I had uh Harper's over there in uh, Century City, that was another sixty dollars. Saturday I had either the um uh the uh, Argyle or Club Final and that was like another eighty dollars. And then Sunday I had the Century Club. So, so you know was, was on like that. another another eighty dollars. Yeah, yeah. all cash. So I, I, you know, once you start it, well, you know, in my position, once you start getting that cash money, like yeah. that, you know, you're able to, now you got gas money, that you could do more for the family, and, right. and uh, you know, you can pay them bills, right. and so and, uh, it was good.
0: That was that motivation, too, right, that pushed that hustle a little <laughs> exactly. more. And what, and what years so, was that? That was, that was like, 2002. That was 2002. So, so I mean,
1: that was like three-peat Lakers, all that was going yeah, down Yeah, there? Man. yeah, man, so uh, that, that's, uh, you know, when I, like, like I said, when I came back from football, man, I was like, okay, this is what we're going to do, and so... Uh, I was also going to uh, Dominguez Hills, finishing my degree, and okay. we're working towards finishing my degree and degree, and then doing security. So, uh, the beautiful thing about working in the clubs was, I started meeting people, and like I said, me being a people person, I know that you put me in front of anybody, I'm gonna sell myself, mm-hmm. and I got I got away with folks that I can, I I know how to talk to them. So mm-hmm. your and size I, didn't help hurt, anybody. right, 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 <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah, right. But once you know somebody here, you know that you're in, in, intelligent and you know a little something about what you're talking about, at least. You can persuade them to to think that you know what you're talking, talking about. about. Yeah. Uh, then you know it's going to be beneficial. So uh, the remaining of 2002, I did all the Hollywood clubs, and then all the 2003, and then um, going into 2000, 2004. And so during this time, also uh, Snoop Dogg had a semi pro semi pro football team that, that, yeah. that he had uh, started, and uh, he wanted guys who were in camp to come out and play, and he really wanted any, like pro linemen. So uh, my my former quarterback, who knew his best friend asked me to come out and, you know, try out for the team or whatever. And I was like, man, I, I play pro. Dog. I ain't playing on semi pro. I remember, right, yeah, you know, right. uh, yeah. it. I'll come out there and just check it out. All so right. when I went out there, I seen, uh, the likes of my, 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 man, sir Parker, uh, who played for the Browns. Uh, one of my buddies, Ron Atkins, he had played with the saints, uh, Damian Griffin, who also played for the Bengals and, um, a few other cats who either played Canada or, or the NFL. Okay. It was like eight dudes who had, would like bounce back from camps that I knew. And so, um, uh, seeing that the lineman they had out there was totally garbage and was gonna get <laughs> Snoop and everybody else killed, <laughs> I was like, man, okay, I, I'll play with y'all. And then at the same time, you know, I was trying to get back to to the Canadian league, so I needed some film anyway. Oh, so right. I was like, I go ahead and get down. So was Snoop running quarterback then? Snoop was a receiver. Receiver. Snoop was actually good, man. He was nah, running I heard, around. Yeah, hold on,
0: I've heard Snoop is good in football. Snoop like,
1: was a good receiver. Yeah, yeah he was. He I've was.
0: heard that from other mm-hmm. people.
1: Yeah, what year wasn't. was this again? Two thousand two. <laughs> so two thousand two. When, when did Baby Boy uh Two thousand one? Yeah. Snoop was running that that Snoop from Baby Boy's no, was was running routes scoring Who touchdowns Who's playing corner then? So, uh we had we had some good corners, man. We had um <laughs> You're not shit, buying we, that, huh? See, I had
0: my,
1: yeah, I mean I it, love it, Snoop, but I'm gonna press. <laughs> it it was part of the uh the uh, uh Southern California uh Semi-Pro Football League, yeah. whatever. Okay. So, yeah, we were the Snoop Dogg All-Stars, man. And we played, we played some quality teams, man. And, but, um, you know, unfortunately for every D-N that I faced, you know, it was, it, it was he, like, he, didn't, he didn't have good rights Lights field. out. <laughs> <laughs> Nighty night. No, that D-N that had a terrible game, but I had a great game. So, uh, you know, Snoop ended up calling me Pancake because yeah, yeah. the, 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 every game we had, we would run the 34 stretch, which was right off of me. Mm-hmm. And I would, like, demolish the d and I'd take the D-in, like, 20 yards downfield every the start on, of yeah, every yeah. game. He ain't got to do that. To right. He'd be like, <laughs> yeah, good. That's what, what I'm talking about. What's that movie where he's <laughs> like, When he puts him on the bus, he's like, hey, it was time, go, it was time for him to go, coach. <laughs> right. <laughs> Somebody's daddy out there. So, yeah, you know, I would, I would, like, try to set the tone for for the, 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 the game, man. And, yeah. uh, you know, he loved that. And so uh, one day the guy who was running his security was like, hey, hey homie, uh, you think you can do that? What you be doing on the field? You think you do that in real life? I said, man, that's what I do. I work at the club. Yeah, you know what right, I mean? So, right. you're like, all right, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna look out for you. I'm gonna look mm-hmm. out for you. Um, and eventually he did. He uh, I, I it took him about a year, but right. <laughs> uh, uh, so what happened? You know, I, I continued to work in the Hollywood clubs and everything. And um, uh, then, then in the spring of '04, I was going to uh, my Monday night spot, the Barfly, and I overheard some guys talking about um one of his buddies was making the killing in tips and stuff working in Vegas. And so that just stuck in my mind, Vegas, 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 Vegas. Mm-hmm. And I always had a fascination with the city, man. I knew I, I, eventually wanted to move here. Okay. Uh, but I just didn't know how it was going to happen. And so, uh, man, I just took a leap of faith, man. I had a cousin working at enterprise. He gave me a little family discount and i rented a Mitsubishi Lancer and that that's about big as a table. Yeah. <laughs> but but it had surprisingly it had it had a lot of uh, leg room in uh-huh. the driver's section, you know what i mean? So i just I, I mashed out here, man, and you know, didn't know nobody. So what i would do, i'll park at uh, Mandalay Bay. I would walk every hotel. I would try to i was like i'm i want to meet any club hosts, any casino hosts. I didn't know nobody but I yeah. was like yeah, I'm gonna do what I do. Right. Yeah. And I right. uh, I'm I'm gonna try to make my way out here. So that's what I did and and yeah. uh like I said I parked there, <laughs> go to every hotel and uh uh then then move from mandalay Bay probably go park at uh Treasure Island and then mm-hmm. do the rest of the tri- the strip. So um uh, eventually I had uh, landed a job at Body English when it first opened up. Mm-hmm. And so that's when I met a part of big church. Oh, okay. we, we had met about a year before that, but that's when we actually kind of together. worked together. Um, so, uh, shout out to church. Yeah. Big church, my home boy. Yes, you already yes, know yes, with yes. that big church, the other half of the, <laughs> the, of the <laughs> great, great, great Whoa, oh, baby. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we did that. And, um, uh, uh, Snoop came to perform one night. And so this is when he had dropped like it's hot. So at perform that, at so the of I club everybody, or everybody body, English. English. Uh-huh. okay. Yeah. So, uh, at that point man you know that was the hottest single going out at the yeah. time oh. so uh you know you had uh all, every major superstar was there that night man and uh that's when the uh, paris hilton was the, like the hottest Hot, check, you right, know. I mean? bouncing around yeah. yeah and so when when Snoop and him got off the bus you know we were working security we had to go go get them out the bus and take them to the back of the hotel the head of security was like big adam what you doing out here i said man i work here mm-hmm. like wait don't you live in long beach i said yeah i said i drive up on the weekends you know man so uh he was like, man, come see me Monday. I got a job for you. So, you know, that that was my intro in the bodyguard. The rest is history. Well, that was that was my intro. That was your that was my biggest client. J- job. Oh, my my job intro where I was gonna have a, a permanent gig, gig. as a bodyguard. But my actual first person that I actually bodyguarded for was Ricky Davis from the Cleveland Cavaliers. Yeah. <laughs> that was the first person. That I had met him at the bar fly. Okay. Then uh, Ricky, <laughs> uh Blue Ricky Cantrell. Davis. Remember Blue Cantrell, the yeah. r singer. Yeah, she the first person I went over to uh, to England with. I, uh, she performed for Prince Harry. I what one of, one of Prince's? Uh, yeah, she did whatever. the, the Prince's Trust. So I went with her over there, and then, um, from from there I had uh, Carmelo Anthony. Melo. yeah. And oh, then, then I had, then I had Snoop. No, and Carmelo, right. Cat Williams, then Snoop. Uh, uh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, man down eleven thirty. Pipping the stress. Yeah. What did he say when he first saw you? <laughs> uh, big, big Adam, you want some work? I, I like how you carry yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I told, I, I told my buddy uh, uh, that, that that big thing can dress. <laughs> I think we're gonna use him. That was two thousand three. Oh shoot, <laughs> that's yes, what's up. up. But, yeah, um, man, so. and, and yeah. all
0: of those people you keep, you have a great relationship with all those people because, and what's great now mm. since you're here, mm. all of them touch Vegas, man. So it's just like when they come in town, I know
1: you between yeah. working, you you attempt to make sure you say what's up to them. Right, right, well you know with with Cat, man. I mean we we had <laughs> we had a great great relationship when I first started. working. Okay. it seemed like man every time. what well, it said cocaine is a hell of a drug, man. <laughs> every time I started working, doing little spot dates and little little work here and there, uh-huh. with Cat. Uh from 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 back then, like when I went back with him, but like in two thousand fifteen, mm-hmm. uh, you know, me and Floyd had a little disagreement and so I left and then uh, you know, when we cat it just we, we it just shit didn't work out. Yeah. Like like the old days, you know uh-huh. what I'm saying? We just he do something, I do something, and we just clash and I'm I'm gone, man. Yeah. So the last time I worked with him was actually two thousand eighteen with Cat Williams. And I don't know if y'all had heard about it, he had gotten to it with the uh radio personality down down there in Atlanta. And so uh, I thought you were
0: about to say that little kid. No, 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 <laughs> So so it was a lady, a lady
1: named uh I forgot her name, but he they got into like a little tiff on the on the radio show, right? Okay. And so uh, I guess her husband got really offended that Kat was coming at her like that. So later on we go to a, a comedy spot because uh, Red uh Red Grant, you know he was, was a part, of, part of the crew casting. Yep. And you know, he yeah. was gonna perform at the club that night. So we go to the to the spot. I had, you know, I can carry it in Georgia. So, but Cat told me to leave my gun in the car. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's like, "We ain't gonna have no problems here." So, we go to the door. Some dudes run up to, to us in the parking lot, and like, "Cat Williams, you being served?" And throw some papers at his feet. And he's like, "Fuck you, nigga." <laughs> so then, and he's like, "Oh, y'all, y'all ready to fuck with me tonight, huh?" I'm a, oh, you fucking with a marine, bitch. I'm gonna really show you something. And I got Floyd Mayweather's bodyguard with me. I said, why is this nigga going to put me on, on blast like that? Right. But, and then, um, so, <laughs> that, that was the first part uh, of that altercation. So, then we approached the door, and uh, there's a guy there looking like a security, you know, kind of heavy set thick dude. He was like, oh, okay. Oh, you you feeling yourself tonight, honey? He's like, nigga, who the fuck you talking to? Nigga, fuck <laughs> you. I'm Cat Williams, nigga. Who you talking to? And it turned out the dude was old girl's husband.
0: Oh man! Yeah,
1: this dude said, "Nigga, what?" Start reaching for his shirt. This man pull out a one of the biggest desert eagles I ever seen, man. So Cat sprinted like Carl Lewis. Yeah. This is all on film, so this ain't no lie. Pimp it, it, down. You know, down. He got Donna, a gun. He got a gun. <laughs> Pimp in the strap. So he take off running into the grocery store. That's, uh, you know, on the side of door, close, I, right? You know, I never backed down from nobody. I never punked out nobody that I've ever worked for can they ever say that I didn't plan to do his job mm-hmm. or backed away from any trouble. The dude had a desert eagle in my face. I stepped to him. Still, I said, hey, homie, chill. Mm-hmm. He was like, Nick, back up. nigga. he don't pay you enough. Back up. Put the shit right in my face. I'm talking about it, dog. I, you know, I was saying one thing, but my bowels was doing something else. I don't know. Like, this one. Was... Hey, yeah, I was like, oh, this motherfucker about to send me to the upper room. Got the upper dub- room. Wow. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, yeah, man, so, so, yeah, man, that, that that's crazy that you is know crazy. so let, that,
0: let's, let's move on to so anyway you did well i mean hopefully people know but uh <laughs> Floyd, you spent a lot of time with floyd man. yeah man so uh
1: after working with snoop uh by by the time it was the end of 2007 man i just i just wanted a little change of pace at that time you know snoop i got love much love from this last my brother man always we we ain't never had no no bad term or anything man that's my mm-hmm. brother and then you know I'm a football teammate, man. So you know we was always good, but receiver, yeah. I just I just wanted to change the pace, man. So uh, uh, I had got Big Church, his job was Snoop. So, okay. but he had uh, he had left earlier that year in 2007, and Church is really originally from Vegas. Oh, so, I didn't know that. Mm, he okay. born he born and raised in Las Vegas. So uh, Floyd had seen him in the club during 2007, and and went and got him and hired him, right. So by the time December came around, Church had reached out to me and was like. Hey, man, I think Floyd going to get one of, rid of one of his securities, man. He's like, if you do, would you want to come over here? I was like, man, hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I just, Shit, I want to, you know, I'm ready. I'm ready to roll. Ready? See again? I'm ready. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, man, he um, told me to meet him at the Van Nuys Airport because uh, Floyd was coming down for a celebrity game. And I had um, told the guy I was working with, with Snoop at the time. I said, man, uh, you know, watch everything. I'm going go to Van Nuys real quick. So I went over there and uh met up with Floyd. He got off the plane looked at me he was like, "Okay, okay you going you work church you right be more here right uh, yeah he was like hell yeah all right he, he good <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was high i was high got my first day of work with Floyd was december twenty
0: eighth two thousand seven that's crazy that yeah, is crazy so I, I,
1: I worked from there uh two thousand seven to uh two thousand seventeen. My last day of work was uh unfortunately was the night of the uh that, that incident on, on at Men Bay. At, at, oh. When the, the guy was shooting on shooting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, One yeah, October. That, yeah wow. that was my last day. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, man. But it it was, you know, I had I had some great times working with Floyd. I had some bad times working working with him, man. I mean, um that was the first time that I ever had ex- the experience of the uh boxing world. So yeah. it was it was uh a blessing, man, to be able to be a part of those big fights, the Canelo, the yeah. uh Pacquiao, um uh, Victor I Ortiz. Uh, shit. I don't know if McGregor's a big. That's all I was about to ask. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about McGregor because M- I want to know. McGregor was cool because you know we we walked him to the ring and all that shit, and then just the whole press conference and you yeah. know the, the press tour. The, the for press that press tour that was, was crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, Canelo and Canelo and um and uh McGregor was the the, the two That's biggest so press ones. press tours. Man, Pacquiao was big too, but the ones that we had the most fun on, and it mm-hmm. was just like, damn man, this shit is bomb. With yeah. Canelo first, and then uh, then McGregor was, yeah, both of them was like magical, man. So, so, so yeah, I mean, I put Floyd Mayweather with some of the the Jordans and the, the elite athletes, obviously mm-hmm. in the world in this generation. So, tell me about some times, obviously, just being around greatness and his work ethic and what you saw, obviously. Well, I tell people this, you know, we, me and him had clashes as two men, you know, what I mean, because we just both have. Them dominant uh personalities or whatever yeah but as far as a boxer man i i would say he the, he the greatest all time man he wow. did, well he the best ever yeah you know, muhammad ali the greatest all That's time not. floyd the best, best ever. ever and i say that because no matter how much money floyd had he never stopped training like he was broke like he like you know he trained well he trained like he was bro- like a broke like fighter trying to get on yeah. stayed hungry and he stayed hungry you know uh-huh. i seen that dude come out to club you know he never drunk but we would go to club whatever yep get his he, running shoes on <laughs> go run seven miles
0: after he made the rain after the you know what I'm saying
1: <laughs> like like consistently. Yes. consistently he stayed he stayed dedicated to his craft man and I could never take anything from him he's one of the greatest athletes I ever seen ever wow you know, he's he's truly a uh, dedicated uh technician athlete, and a technician man you know like he, his craft yeah, he's yeah, a yeah. true yeah. boxer he just dude just don't want to ever lose you know yeah. he just it, for him losing is just not an option mm-hmm. you know what yeah. i mean so it was it was important for him to maintain floyd Mayweather. with it you know what i mean so that was like twenty, cause you had to be on call for twenty four seven. So that's 24/7. what I was gonna ask too. Twenty yeah. four. So how
0: is that? It yeah. was just like, hey, I want to, I want to go, Because yeah, I, I used <laughs> to go play basketball. Like <laughs> we would see all the Lambos, like the whole,
1: yeah, 7 Yeah, you know, man. Like, so, hey,
0: let's, I want to go play basketball, yeah. and everybody he, would roll he out.
1: Loved, he loved basketball, man. Yeah, with Floyd, man, it's just you had to be available twenty four seven. I don't care if you, you know, you just had ordered your food, sitting down to eat with your family, or you call. about to go to the movies or something, which. You know all those scenarios I have I have been through, mm-hmm. right? right? And and where I be like, damn, babe, kids, I got to go. You know what I'm saying? And damn. you know sometimes he call you two, three in the morning. Uh, tell everybody get ready. We're going to uh, uh, we're going to uh, Russia or something. You know, just like motherfucker. What? What? Right. Going to who? Right. You you very like that scene on Flair's Club when uh uh Izelle coming. He was like. Hey, man, uh, Luke here. Who? <laughs> the the, the <laughs> Rebel? Who? You know that means? <laughs> but yeah, man. So you truly had to be ready 24 7 for Floyd, man. Wow. It was just, you know, um, as a bodyguard, man, you, one of the unfortunate things about this industry is that you live in the shadow of another person. Yeah. You are that person's shadow. Wherever they go, you go. Right. And it's kind of like you don't have a life you know what i mean and it's it pays good you know i had some some great paydays with floyd and um but it's, it's it's a big sacrifice that goes with that you know what i mean so it's uh you know people guys if you hit me on instagram a lot dming me like man i want to be a bodyguard and i want to do this and i want to do it how you did it and I, my first response is man how much you how nice. much of your life are you willing to give, give up? up wow you know what I mean? because it, it you you have to try to find a a, a great balance, especially when you have a family, mm-hmm. because you're gonna take a lot of time away from your family. You know what Damn. I mean? And the 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 flip side of that though is that you're able to take care of them. You know what I mean? Right. So, you provide. Yeah, I, I, I was able to provide and everything. But um, like say I was coming off the road from like for like uh two weeks, three weeks, or whatever. Every day with with the with the family, you know, we we would do something. You know, we would go go somewhere like Disneyland or something you know uh you know we we do some kind of activities to get some quality time get get a lot of quality time in as much as i could in because Uh i knew dude was going to be on the move again and even though he had a he a big nice ass house uh, several houses out here he just liked to travel Mm. so i'm
0: like damn can't you
1: stay stay (laughs) what did you buy this big-ass mansion for and you're not gonna play in it Right. Damn. Like, like can't you just do some like some house parties and my <laughs> right. people here right. so I can go home and, then- <laughs> and sometimes Floyd would just do stuff like like uh he text me, Big A, come to the house. What happened, champ, something wrong? You eh, know, just, just come to the house. Okay. Go to the house, you know, he had a chef fix, you know, fix something and uh it, it might be me and him, a couple people, me and him, so, you know, just shooting the breeze, you know right. what I'm saying? Just what, what, what's going on in life, man? What, what's up? Like, i'm like you called me over to the goddamn house for this shit come on man
0: that's funny <laughs> like damn <laughs> that's crazy so now that's an aspect i didn't even think about right mm-hmm. and that's why we were gonna we definitely wanted to ask a question mm-hmm. like was it 24 because i've seen you out with him and it's just like yeah, you know all hours at all hours mm-hmm. but damn, um man. this shit is real like yeah. It's mm-hmm. not just people see the fun side of it. Yeah. Because, hell, you've been on WWE. Uh, uh, man. Did, yeah, man. Did
1: a wrestling big re- show. Big, and all big that show. Shit. You were, hell,
0: you were in a movie. Yeah. yeah. Think
1: like a man, too. Yeah. You yeah know you know. What I mean? <laughs> How was that and, before I get to my oh, question? That, that, that was good, man. You know what? Uh, luckily for me, I had did a uh, commercial for a company called Accelerated Bell Bonds back in like 03. Me and my brother, rest okay. in peace yeah I'm we sorry. did we did a, uh we did a commercial so you know i had some, some some kind of acting experience and then i had a um segment on the spike farrington show where i was uh they had like a fake uh britney spears and uh it was like a little spoof it was funny uh she was running with her baby and uh, the paparazzi was chasing her and then she was like get the hell out of here get the hell out of here. and she ran into the liquor store and threw her baby <laughs> and i was like what the hell you know what i mean but and so i had a little acting experience so uh uh, my scene in the movie is you know I'm taking down Gary Owens as he sees Floyd Mayweather he's like Floyd Mayweather and he runs nah, up, yeah, yeah. up and I take him yep. down right <laughs> yeah. so we had to rehearse that scene for about 45 minutes prior to us filming it, uh-huh. and it took like three takes and got it down nice. so I, and even Kevin Hart was like man you, you Good at mm-hmm. this, I said, man. I know what to do, bro. Right? <laughs> I mean, I'm playing a bodyguard. That's what I do. Right, so it right. it like, really I like that. I got to study for the role. You know what I mean? I'm just mad. God I didn't get no dialogue. <laughs> so like, can I get a little dialogue. Like, like oh, <laughs> gotta get brother, get a line <laughs> too. Right, right. Yeah. I didn't even say uh, ready.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm ready. Shit, try to get that sad card, right? <laughs> yeah, man, like, hey, let, let a brother get a couple coins. Mm-hmm. So, no. So, yeah, man. with all of those experiences, that's mm-hmm. what the people, especially people on your Instagram or whatever, that's what they see. Yeah, yeah. But this shit is dangerous, man. Yeah. This man. is real life. Like, you know, you kind of pulled, he pulled, Bro, he, had the, he had the, the, yeah, the, the it, lock on your face. I mean, so, yeah. mm-hmm. and I don't want to say scared, but mm-hmm. when was a time or an incident, and it could be anybody, where you was like,
1: this shit is real like I tell you right now I, I'm glad I'm, I'm glad that when I tell people these stories they all real and then fake hey, right? yeah. okay uh when when USC played Texas for the Rose Bowl I think that was 2007 when they had when uh, Texas Big had Vince oh, Big yeah okay uh we were in Ontario uh I was with Snoop and so we had left Ontario Mills Mall you know somebody was like Snoop Dogg everybody was chasing him and all that so you know we had to get him out there so we get on two-tier freeway go down to pasadena instead of us just going directly to the rose bowl snoop says hey i want to get some chicken <laughs> so he likes church's chicken that so the shit. only church's the only church's chicken was in pasadena okay. now if you know anything about gangs pasadena okay. is notorious for bloods okay mm. so where we went was in the heart of denver lane bloods in pasadena I said, Snoop. <laughs> he was like, "Let's stop at the churches." I said, dog, you know where we at? We are in the heart of different lanes. Oh, oh no, no, they, 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 they cool with me, cause we ain't got no problem. We good. I said, "Church, are you sure?" We go, We call Snoop Church too. That's okay. what this whole. That's what the whole church. What, the church lingo came from Don Juan, but you know, we call, but he, yeah, he yeah, called yeah, Snoop sir. that, so you know. So uh, he was like, "Yeah, yeah, let's let's go there." So okay, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm gonna have to tell the driver just to pull up to the front of the, front of the churches. I'm gonna run in grab Here, the chicken and go. And go. So I go in, I get you know, we pull, we pull to the curb, I get out, I go to the restroom, I was like, okay, I'm gonna go to the restroom first, and then I'm order chicken, we out. I come out the restroom, he in line. <laughs> I said, What the, what the fuck f- is he doing? <laughs> right. So then I'm like, okay, well, at the minimum. Well, at the most, he's gonna get his food mm, and go back yeah. and go and go. This dude gets his order, grab the tray, <laughs> go sit down. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny, uh, what what of the one of the homies, uh, uh, Red, Red OG homie from Long Beach. <laughs> Red always had his thing when he was going doing this shit like this. On yeah. the line, right? So, Red started to, hey, I don't like this guy. He, we, we, <laughs> look at look around, we in the trap, pal. right? We, and so, uh, look around, look around. So, <laughs> as soon as he did that, I swear, this none of this is fake, man a guy rolls by on a bike right i see he had a red rag so he wrote so he say this is snoop dude rolled by look keep rolling backs up <laughs> I said, hey blood i got that nigga snoop dog and whistled. Uh, i said dude it like I, every blood in pasadena came to that window <laughs> <there>. <laughs> it probably was like a hundred dudes assembled like Damn. voltron Damn. and like a matter of maybe five to seven minutes. I mean, they were, hey, blah, hey so blah, blah. It, man, you know, it was like, uh, dog, it was like somebody said, action. And everybody <laughs> came from everywhere. I said, dog, we got to go. Yeah, We, we, we about to get handled on in here, man. It's, it's gonna be bad. And so I said, Snoop, I said, look, I'm gonna go out and see whoever the the, the OG oh, is right. or whoever. I'm, I'm gonna holler at them. I said, dog, I'm gonna tell them you're gonna sign a couple autographs, but we're gonna do this while we in motion. Right. We can you your car. <laughs> so we assembled around him it was like four of us we he he, he grabbed all the chickens and everything he started walking like hey what's up homies what's up homies? and they were like hey you know where you at man you yeah it was all good so he he signed a couple of autographs as he's walking he's walking he's signing autographs and we finally got him in the car i was like hey much love to y'all homies you know and in and, and this that and the third but man that was like i i i wasn't scared but I was really, really nervous because you like yeah. I'm they like at, go at down. Any time the wrong person, person to make this shit yeah. a, whole, a bad, bad situation, mm-hmm. and we was outnumbered terribly. It was, in total, with Snoop, it was about six of us. It probably was no lie, probably about a hundred. Some of them, damn, it was Actually. bad. <laughs> it was bad, but you know it ended up being, being cool. And then I think Snoop gave the uh, the uh, cashier like four, five hundred dollars to him get get everybody some chicken yeah, and stuff. So. so, You know you. That's one way you can cool, cool us down. Right. Yeah. Feed yeah, it, brother. Get, <laughs> get, get us some, some <laughs> churches. Hey, and a couple strawberry sodas. Hey. And, <laughs> and, and some, some biscuits and yeah, shit. Got yeah, two pieces of yeah. biscuits yeah, and yeah, shut we fuck up. Okay, we, that, now we're good. Mm. All right,
0: mm-hmm. man. Hey, let's move on to the yeah. winner's circle, man. You got some oh. great stuff going on, man. <laughs> and the winner's oh, circle. Oh, forgot Shaquille on Can we talk about Shaq a little bit? We got it. Hey, Diesel, well, we, I mean, we were going to talk more about the security in this,
1: but yeah, let's, hey, let's yeah, talk about hey, Big Shaq man, Let's well, talk yeah, about Big, Big Shaq man. Man. Uh, uh, So, me and Shaq had been uh, cool over the years. You know, when he would come by uh, the, the bar, fly different little clubs in Hollywood, in, in like California. That. Okay, California in Hollywood, and uh, you know, he had he would always run into. Uh, we were always running into each other with different things that Snoop was doing, and then a couple of things that Floyd was doing and stuff like that. So we always was cool, and everybody was always like, "Man, y'all look like y'all." And different people that knew him was like, man, y'all acted like too, and so <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> um, we he had did something out here in Vegas, and um, uh, I had got his number maybe like uh, a month or so before, and he was like, man, when I come out there, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna call you, man. You know, just you just come. I already need security, but I, you know, I, I always like to have somebody around me that, especially I know they can carry in case something do go down. So, uh, um, uh, you know, I called him, and you know, we met up, and uh, you know, he uh he actually had put me on with him. Uh, when he had this little DJ, DJ and tour. Oh, okay. so you know he's a DJ. So, yeah, right. you know, I went to uh <laughs> several several cities in America with him, man, and uh, just me and him had a, a, a we always joked and and you know bagged on each other and stuff right. like that. And Then one day he he, he tried to test some skills and, and, and wrestle me, and, and we <laughs> it was two bulls colliding. So uh, <laughs> so who who won that battle? Oh, <laughs> I, 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 I'm gonna say. I'm gonna get myself 60 40. Because yeah. see, Shaq yeah. thought, you know, he always could diesel everybody. Shaq so, diesel. So he, he came to me and was like, what's up, boy? And then, you know, I gripped <laughs> him, yeah. and then we, okay. it was like, like so two bulls locking up. Y'all was tussling for him. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. And, but it, 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 <laughs> and, and that, 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 that <laughs> that's on, uh, that's on Instagram. But, you know, we oh, had, really? I
0: gotta go find out. Yeah, that yeah, one. yeah, we, got
1: yeah. The, we got the video, and then he was like, oh, Oh, <laughs> but I mean, in that in that moment, I was like, "This is a strong, gas strong. dude." Okay, you know what I mean, and 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 I was like, "Okay, the NFL meets the NBA." Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. But but I understood why he was able to just manhandle people because he was a strong, strong. cat. And you, the guys that tall, you don't see strong like right. He's a like like a center of gravity, right? Like with the yeah, football, he, you paid you know. But he's like that too. Like I, I look at him. It's funny, man. It's like I see myself okay. at, at, at a at seven one. one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And he he's a big, strong, limber, agile guy. That's crazy. Yeah. And and to, like I said, to be that tall, you just don't usually have that. You right. know what I'm saying? And so, um, yeah, man, we That's just we funny. just had a we had a great like a, a brotherly chemistry and shit like that. That's dope. And then um, you know, he a Q, our players don't make it, but I didn't I didn't cross, I gotta go back and and, and finish That's my that. thing. But, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. we had a lot of similarities and that and we just uh our, our our sons were really good friends stuff oh, that's like right yeah. Was, yeah sharif, sharif and, uh, yeah. and yeah. shakir and then uh the daughters are our good good friends. good friends with my son that's and awesome. uh yeah miles and you know man shout out to all of them man and you know it, it was just a real good good like like family thing. Yeah, that's man. dope man now so do what? you do you fall like shaq <laughs> not at all
0: you know not how cat all. you know how Cat like, Williams,
1: uh, <laughs> he doesn't fall like uh, yeah. <laughs> man down <laughs> You know, Uh, yeah, man, that's good stuff, man. But you know, I'll say, we we had a situation. Yeah, I don't want to get too deep into it, but uh, where someone was was trying to disturb him Mm -hmm. at at a location we were at, and you know, I I had to take care of business. Not not nothing. No no death and no shit like that. You know what I'm saying? But I I had to do security work that Mm -hmm. night. and he and and he seen it, and uh next day gave me a nice check for what I did. there you go, you know hes because he's he's seen that you know i'm i'm I don't play with this, you know i could <laughs> I could joke and laugh and everything, but I mean, when he gets serious, you know i turn Same. I turn that on like a light switch, you know what, uh-huh. I mean? so yeah, I'll stay being a professional whenever I'm doing security at all times because the moment you lose focus, oh yeah are you tearing your head or you think it's a joke that could be somebody's life, life. you know what i mean yeah. so yeah all right
0: so do you and big church still work on the great wall or what's yeah the-
1: yeah so we we actually we have a third partner a guy named dr andronica handy mm-hmm. uh he's uh one of three black orthopedic surgeons in the whole state of oklahoma oh, okay. very brilliant man uh we have a um we have an energy drink. I that saw we, that we just launched. Was yeah, so dropping
0: the first of next month, right? Yeah, or, yeah. Okay. It's
1: called Volcano. Volcano. Ooh. So it's like the Great Wall. We and, and we wanted something that was reflective of the Great Wall, and something that's like would grab you. Uh-huh. Okay. So like a volcano. Volcano. Let's yeah. Call it volcano. That's something to get you going. Yeah, right. Right. Okay. And we have uh <laughs> we have a a, a a special drink with the instructions on the on the can of how to how to make a volcano. You know what I mean? A volcano drink. So right. that different. we 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 looking for some we looking to do big things with that. Um, we have uh, uh, various amounts of new electronic gadgets and stuff kinda like, like that. Kind of like some security cams. Yeah, I think yeah I saw security cams. But just like uh, looking at different kind uh, of things that
0: uh, tie with the brand. Right? Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, we have a we have a, a key finder. They, okay. It's kind of like a you remember the clap on lights. Yeah. Uh, like uh, uh, a, something like you can clap or call to uh, find uh, your keys and stuff like that. So. Uh, and uh, the, as you just mentioned, the thing that's similar to Ring, mm. which is will be the the Great Wall uh, ca- uh, uh, camera ID thing okay. uh, for your doorbell, right. but, and it, it'll be cheaper and just as effective as the Ring system. So wow. you know, man, we're just trying to do different things, man. We and we we know we still got the we still got the clothing line. You know, we kind of we, we kind of not not fell off from it, but we just uh, there there were uh, there were some security issues with uh, an agency out here called the Private Investigator License wow. Board stating that all guys do security had to have Nevada licenses. Right. Oh. So it was things that we had worded on our website that we had to change the whole terminology and different things like that. And I actually had got arrested last year for, uh, taking a client to a club without having my, um, my, um, PILB license. license. And I had, uh, said on, I had put on my Instagram that I was taking the client to club excess and they had, they gave me, you know, to be fair to them, they sent me like five warnings, five citations that I was violating their policy. But I was yeah, throwing them in the corner because right. I'm like, man, I've been doing security out here since Person, 2001. Right. Why, why should I have to pay a fine or get a license? This is what I've been doing. But, you know, I encourage everybody that's in security to uh abide by the rules, man. And so you do that, yeah. man. Oh, you yeah. Do. So I wouldn't got my I got my PILB uh, uh, card and all my uh, active licenses. But I um, not you know, only that, though.
0: But, you, but you, you, uh, you get a free game, man. You, you learn yeah, the yeah, lesson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and and you, I don't charge sure, nobody. Yeah, you know, I, just I like yo, I don't hey, want y'all to happened. go to jail. I was I the first one to go <laughs> <laughs> yep. to jail
1: under that rule. For sure. And that was the first time in <laughs> my life going to jail in America. And I went to jail overseas with Snoop. But you know, <laughs> in, in, in America, that was the first time ever being arrested. It was just an like inconvenience being up in the damn <laughs> county jail with all these stinking ass, coughing ass,
0: boo-boo
1: ass. When, hey, th- this is why I would tell anybody not to to try to never go to jail. When you're in that holding tape, if a, if a motherfucker got a shit, they shitting right in front of you. Oh. They got a piss, they're putting right in front of Everybody's in there. Your pillow is a t- is toilet paper. If a motherfucker stank, uh, you're sleeping on the floor. You're sleeping on these hard ass benches. It's just, it's not a yeah. desired env- uh, environment that you want to be Less in. Bless his so, so kid. So please, please, please do everything in your power to please, not go don't. to jail. Especially no, now with not. this corona shit. Yeah, when gonna, you you yeah. going in, you ain't coming <laughs> in <and> out, boy. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, all right. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, we
0: definitely, definitely have to talk about this. I'm a little mm-hmm. upset to talk about it without having some official. Oh, man. In my bring, head. bring it on, bring it
1: on, the intro but, on in, man. But, but, but you, you know, know what I'm saying?
0: We're well, we talking about
1: mm-hmm. the best. Yes, sir.
0: World famous. Yes, sir. Tasty teas.
1: Ooh, wee.
0: <laughs> Cheesecakes. So let's talk and about that, man. You and your wife. And yes, shout out to yes, Tamika, yes. man. Yes. Much love to me. Where did the name
1: come from? Okay, so Tasty Teas is my wife, Tamika. She's the tea. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's tasty Tamika's cheesecakes right? Okay, are you tasty? So, yeah. So, <laughs> uh huh, uh-huh. See, I see what just going ay, on that plant house. Damn it. So that you know you didn't get three kids for nothing. Exactly, right? exactly. So you know, shout out to my wife. She is the maker. So I all credit uh, as far as making the cheesecake go to her. Tamika okay. Plant is the maker of tasty cheesecakes You know. She be making she's making the cheesecakes for the family for the years, and we all knew how good they were. Mm-hmm. But you know, uh, me and her had had talked about making it a business, but because I was still bodyguarding and stuff like that, and being gone and everything, we just didn't have time to focus on it, right? right. So um, when I was the, the last entertainer I was bodyguarding for was uh, Sweetie, you know, she and uh-huh. uh, shout out to Sweetie, great young lady, you know, she guys has heck of a career. Um, uh, her whole team was very professional. I, I, I have a great respect for them. Um, we we came off the road, and um, you know, I, I think I had just turned forty four, right? I'll be uh, forty five this year. And I was telling my wife, I was like, "Babe, you know, I'm just I'm, I'm kind of tired right. of this. You know, mm-hmm. what I'm saying I'm I'm ready to uh, get into something else. You know what I mean?" And so, um, uh, I had a casino host out here who was a, a big host at uh, at Bellagio. Jacqueline Zorner shout out to Jackie. Uh, Jackie, um, uh, she knew how good my wife could cook, but then I told her she can make uh cheesecake. And she was like, your wife can make cheesecake? Oh my goodness. I love cheesecake. So my wife made her, uh, a whole cheesecake, a nine inch, uh, plain cheesecake. And then she made her son some mini cheesecakes. And this was for Halloween. And, you know, I, I brought them to the house and everything. And so when I seen her like two days later, she was like, Adam. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Those were the fucking best cheesecakes I ever had in my life. Oh my goodness. And so, you know, she has an uh, Italian, um, housekeeper and her housekeeper, we, we had one over there and, um, she was like, I've never had nothing this well. Just in my country, we make cheesecake, nothing like this, nothing. I said, that's it. That's Bye. it. I said, we do this. We, we starting this up. So, um, um, uh, uh, my lawyer buddy Stephen Reed, shout out to Stephen, uh, who had gotten um, all my cases dropped for my uh, getting from arrested the for the yeah. stuff, for the security, security stuff. Security, excuse me. Um, he got he uh, went through the process to get us our license, our LLC, and all that stuff. So you know, we got tasty teas, cheesecakes, the uh, uh, all the license for the patent, uh, the patent for the recipe. That was the first thing I say, you know, yeah. uh, ain't gonna be no Colonel Sanders shit in this. This this is our shit. <laughs> This is ours. Ain't nobody taking this shit. So I got that patented, and you know the the, the <laughs> reason why they taste so good is just the process and, and how long it takes That's to make them, you know, them. And everything. So that had to be put on paper. That that whole recipe had to be patented, and then the logo, okay. and then um, you know the business license, the operating uh, business license, the, the, the tax paper, and it's not it's not really a hard thing. You know, I thought prior to that that it would be some long process. Yeah, yeah. So it would You know, it was like four hundred something dollars for the. Each license and and, and, and you know, being that I had a good lawyer, he knew how to do it yep. mm-hmm. speedily. So, you know, it was it was a pretty, was pretty good uh, process. But yeah, man, these uh, are, yeah, the, so. you know what? The, ne- the <laughs> next time I, I come hey. up, it, well, not even next time I come here, I'm going to get your info. So yep. when I leave I you know, because we deliver. I deliver. So, so we deliver. saw that driving around. Yeah, yeah. So. So, yeah, man. But they are, man, they are the best cheesecakes on earth. I will put our cheesecakes against any uh, anybody from the North Pole to Antarctica, <laughs> and all area between. Bring bring your cheesecake, and we gonna see who who's better. Now, and see, I don't I don't you, care if they if they can decorate them like Picasso. <laughs> your shit can look like Mona Lisa, and ain't gonna taste like tasty tea. There it is. Now you uh-huh. put
0: that challenge up, man. No one's no one's uh not cause they it, it, what?
1: <laughs> <laughs> let me tell, let me tell you something about uh, you know I'm a, being. Being a people person, man, I'm, I'm a realist. You know, I, I I like to focus on logic and reasoning and something that, you know, uh, uh, ways of thinking that all people can apply themselves to. I basically said, I want to get the reactions of everybody who tastes these cheesecakes, right? Yep. If everybody say the same thing, I don't care if they're white, black, Latino, Polynesian, Asian, babies, middle-aged people, <laughs> old folks... <laughs> <laughs> the old old ghosts, grasshoppers, and spirits. If they all say the same goddamn mm-hmm. thing, obviously it must be true. Because yeah. everybody ain't gonna lie. Yeah. So Especially just, with so. food. <laughs> yeah. right. No, if, right. If food no. ain't good, it this so, when you, you give a baby something, if the shit ain't good, they gonna <laughs> they gonna make their face. We we've had uh my man Mike P shout out to Mike P. His, his dog <laughs> tried to jump him for us when he sniffed the cheesecake. You know what I'm saying? He was like, y'all see my bitch? She trying to jump me from a cheesecake. <laughs> my you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. But he told me, he's like, homie, I ain't never tasted nothing like this. And that's what I'm saying. It's like a lot of people that knew me uh, <laughs> thought maybe, oh, he ex- exaggerating. That shit couldn't be that good until right. they tasted it. You had them yourself. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and and it's it's a good thing that, um, you know, I have people who've had juniors in New York and, you know, um, um, the Cheesecake Factory. Yeah. And everybody said the same, man. Y'all, y'all, y'all better I got vote, yeah So go get give them the um
0: the Instagram
1: for because so they you can go as as see well.
0: so you can see the reaction. Yeah, that, yeah. So first, well, you have some great reaction, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah well, I mean, Shaq, first of all, dog, yeah, they have near the whole dog pound, right? Every, and like you said, from every race, yeah, mind crippled to crazy. So <laughs> you
1: know, you want to you first of all, you want to go to Mr. Adam Plant, You know, you want to see the man himself. So you know, my, <laughs> and you know, it's my daily things. I'll man of on the there, people, stuff. man of the people, man. You know, man of people. And uh, uh, Mr. Adam Plantis on Instagram. Then you want to go to Tasty Teas Cheesecakes on Instagram and on Facebook. Tasty Teas Cheesecakes, T A S T Y T apostrophe S <laughs> Cheesecakes on Instagram and Facebook.
0: And we're gonna put all of this in the show notes, and yes, uh, hopefully you'll see us tagging a reaction of us. Uh, tasting oh yeah, some yeah, yeah. I, I apologize you know?
1: for not having because <laughs> I was out. Getting getting some about some barbecue and I didn't have time to run to the house. You know what I mean? So my and apologies. then I
0: gonna talk about. We were talking about barbecue the last episode. Yeah, I
1: admit mean, it, that roadkill grill. I was up there. Oh, oh come
0: man! On. Yeah. All right, man. In the interest of time, man, we gotta. We yeah. definitely, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's kind of come up in some other ways for you and LV, mm-hmm. but uh, the sequel. Let's talk about the sequel,
1: man. Yeah, my baby boy Adam Plant Junior. Man, you know that man. He's six seven. He's 248 pounds crazy. of muscle and speed you know what i mean and oh shout out to my my uh, my, my two beautiful daughters ashley plant and ashley and plant ashley, absolutely. And my, i love my babies uh uh but but my my son man the thing that just gets me so excited is because i was a football player right and i know how critical it is to have you know um opportunity given to you to be able to have extra training to be able to have uh uh just anything that could help mentors me- guidance mento and, and 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 build your skill set right? yeah so being that i didn't have any of that to be able to put that into Thanks my, my son, son it's just like a dream come true man so um came out of gorman yeah came out of gorman my son was the um t- to me i think he's the best defensive end to ever played at gorman and i argue that with anybody he had 22 sacks in, as a senior. Yeah, that's ridiculous. And he would have had more, but they were a few games they yeah, were taking him out. People. They, they yeah. were they're taking him out, out the first right. half, so you know he could have easily broke that sack record. But he had 22 sacks as a senior. Um, he was a four-star defensive man. Uh, he went to Arizona coming out of uh, Gorman, but yeah. we had a little, we had a little situation there. So came home, got things better, went to TCU. TCU, TCU yep. uh, All of 2019, he played every game for TCU. Yep. Should have been started, in my opinion. Yeah, but you know, I'm his father. I'm gonna say that. But uh, as a football player, looking at another football player. My son's easily been the starter. Mm-hmm. So uh, during that season, once the guy that was in front of him got hurt, I knew that it was a no burden that my son be, the, be starting at the end, right? So then they put this other kid that I guess one of the coaches was rec- recruiting from out there because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Texas. Like Texas, yeah. Texas, yeah. yeah and, right. I, I, and I had no problem with that. Just, you know, it is what it is. But uh, I, in, in the game of football, I just like people to uh, rely on fairness rather than, who you know and, yeah, and, it should and, be production. and you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like whoever the best player is, put him on the field. Yeah. And I I knew that my son was the best player at the defensive end position that, that he was playing. Mm-hmm. And you know, being that he wasn't just getting his his fair shot, Goodness so yeah, I I told him I said, son, look, the kids that play in college football now, you guys have a much better situation than when I had it.
0: Y'all sure. can transfer. Yeah. Yes. If you see any bullshit, moves. you
1: see any bullshit coming. You and the coach don't get along, this that and the third, Deuces. you can go. Yes. You can transfer. Mm-hmm. And so uh by being that, you know, uh unfortunately like my, my mom has a sickness, my and my wife's mom has a sickness sickness. So I wanted him I wanted them to be able to see him play this year as well. Mm-hmm. So that was one of the reasons why he was able to transfer and um you know, everything go good, be able to have immediate eligibility. Plus he you know, he helps with Tasty teas and everything, nice. you know, he helps with deliveries and stuff. So, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you know, but <laughs> Man, uh, you, to see where he's at, man, uh, yeah. playing outside linebacker now for UNLV. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he'll be uh, number nine, you know, playing junior. There Go watch is. out for <laughs> you know. So is he excited <laughs> about it, man? Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, he was a little, at first he was a little reluctant because he was like, Dad, I worked my ass off to be in the Big 12 and be at TCU, and you know, right. I don't want to come home. But I was like, son, what's your ultimate goal? Mm-hmm. NFL, right? Playing, yeah. I said, so at this point, all you need is film. man. You need mm-hmm. film. And UNLV is a Division One school. You're playing in a brand new stadium. stadium, brand goddamn new. This stadium was freshly built. Yeah. Right. y'all will be the first team to ever play. Even before the Raiders get in there, y'all gonna play. play it. Yeah. So there's a
0: facility around, yeah,
1: and 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 being that you're trying to go to the league, you're playing in a in a stadium that also share that you share with a NFL team. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously, who's the first team they're gonna be able to look at you, the Raiders? Mm-hmm. And if you're balling like that, even if the Raiders don't need a DN all the coaches can, you know, tell other NFL teams, Hey man, there's a, a end there, yeah. yeah. linebacker at UNLV. Y'all need to come get. Yeah. So once all those things really clicked in his mind, he re- he realized that, you know, dad, know what you're talking about. And then added to that, I'm not a father. That's just speaking just to sound good. I played the game. Right. Mm-hmm. So when I give you advice, it's, it's fatherly advice, fatherly football advice mm-hmm. coming from a player who just happens to be a father. So, um, he, uh, uh you know he put everything together and said dad okay i'm coming home nice and uh he but but he's excited man he mm-hmm. loves it over there he loves the co- yeah, new loves coaches the mm-hmm. facility that he loves the he loves the uh the camaraderie the teammates they okay. put some money yeah. into that facility oh, too yeah, man yeah yeah the yeah, what they yeah. just
0: redid yeah uh man. over at unlv i mean mm-hmm. yeah
1: so it looks it's yeah, amazing yeah the new facility and then with the stadium man uh you know they took all the parents and had a tour, tour. it was it was just a great experience man so he's really excited, excited about things, it things man so you know, Corona, hurry up and get the hell on, so we can get the <laughs> football going. Right. Yeah, cause we're gonna put Corona on the field. We're gonna we're gonna sack that her ass and shit. Cause she <laughs> she's making it mad for these kids. Man. There you go. Any 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 one on ones ever? You come we, out. We we, we had we had we been doing one on one since he was a kid, man. And uh uh, it's funny. When, uh, when did he, he start winning? When did he start winning? Um, i ain't gonna say we can't say he started winning. <laughs> now you know, come on, <laughs> we, we haven't Give me haven't some credit yet, right? Give me some credit, man. <laughs> yep. you oh, know? Oh, <laughs> I, I, I was HOF uh, <laughs> lineman, man. That's Hall <laughs> of Fame. <laughs> you <laughs> know, but no, um, uh, I ain't gonna lie, but uh, he put me on my ass one time. He did. I ain't gonna lie. Okay. He, put, he he hit me with a uh he hit me with an outside, okay. and he came in in with the bull rush, and I, you know, I fell for it. And then, uh, I had, but lucky I had a bag and I was holding it and he said, boom, boom. And it came up in of the bag and got me off, off my feet. I Dude, said, God but- damn, <laughs> my son, and put me on my ass. But, um, uh, uh, it, all that helped him, man. And, um, uh, I'll say this mm-hmm. really, real quick when he was 10 years, when he was, ele- he had just turned 11, his first football camp. And this is on YouTube. He beat a high school lineman and he was 11 years old. He beat him in one, one-on-ones. Wow. So he beat him off the first rip, and then the D line coach was like, "No, no, no, come, come back, 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 bring that yeah, back, bring yeah, that back, bring that back, come back. Remind. Let's do that again." Came back, whoop, whoop, got him again. Eleven years old. Wow. So that cat, that that kid was seventeen. My son was eleven years old, mm-hmm. winning one on ones. I I had never seen that, and the coach that was coaching the drill, mm-hmm. who had coached thirty years of defensive line, he said he had never seen that before wow. in his life. So at that moment, that's when I really realized I had a talented yeah, that's son. Yeah. yeah. So right, he man. just took off from there.
0: Damn, time flies when you have the fun. man. one quick question before we kind of get to, to the last shoot thing. It. So do you feel, and it's full circle, right? Mm-hmm. Like, do people compare you to like LeVar Ball as far as what you do for your kids and promote your kids? Do you um, see any similarities? You know what?
1: I would, uh, if, if there is any comparison, I would not shy away from that at all because the, the, the key thing that I think people miss in the whole – spectrum of this whole thing is that it's a man that is a father and he's been a great dad to his yeah. kids mm-hmm. if lavar was not the father that he was his kids would not be in a position be where at. if joe jackson wasn't the father he was you never would have had the jackson father 100%. damn right i don't give a fuck what nobody say <laughs> if it wasn't for joe there would be no michael janet or jermaine tito, <laughs> tito randy, randy jackie latoya, LaToya Reeby. <laughs> centipede. y'all forget about centipede, you know, and it never been none of that. And, and me being that, that same type of father that realized that it takes work, man, right. that one of the biggest downfalls, unfortunately, especially in the, in the black oh, community man. or, or lower income communities is that the preparation and the mindset to give kids your uh, opportunity to be, to become a professional. Mm-hmm. Most uh, parents just don't do that. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? Mm -hmm. And it's unfortunate because there's a lot of people that got talented kids who could end up being pros at whatever it is that they want to do. Mm -hmm. But if their parents don't have the mindset to say, let me sacrifice and give my kid that opportunity, it ain't going to never happen. So as a man looking at. Other men who have done that, you appreciate. I appreciate Lavar, I appreciate the Joe Jackson. I appreciate Floyd Mayweather senior. Cause you can, yeah. if Floyd wasn't a boxer, his son wouldn't so, have been a boxer. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Right. you, you uh, uh, a lot of young men get their talent from their daddy. Right. right? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like I remember uh looking at uh Eric Metcalf mm-hmm. and, and seeing his daddy Terry Metcalf. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn, oh, that's where you get it from. You know yeah. what I'm mean? saying? Yeah. Yep. It's like so it's like it, you know you have a great respect for any mother or father, but especially as dads. Dad. You know, dads we always get the bad rap. Mm-hmm. Um, but when <laughs> yeah, dads take care of their kids and, and provide that opportunity for them, it's like, dude, like hit is the other son about to be a first, probably the first, first pick in the draft. First, that's <laughs> what they saying. So yeah. it's like if my son, I've I've always told him since he was eight years old. I said, son, you're gonna be. I would tell him he's gonna be the first pick in the NFL draft when he comes out. I've always told told him that, and I've never told him, told him anything different. Mm-hmm. And I said, but. In, in, in order for us to achieve that, it's going to take treme- a tremendous amount of work. Right. I said, but your daddy is going to give you that opportunity. Yeah. But mm-hmm. once I give it to you, you have to maximize mm-hmm. that uh, mm-hmm. the opportunity. There so, wow. There it is.
0: Man, I mean, you've been dropping some wisdom and some, some good stuff, man. But this man. last little section we call, man, it's called the assist. All mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. It's where that you can just drop some knowledge of anything you want to, like, I don't know if it's a quote you live by or just mm-hmm. kind of a mantra for your life, but just drop us, a, you know, a little quick, you know, jewel or the assist right now.
1: I would just say to all people, man, however you want your life to turn out, it is completely up to you to put that work in to either have success or you're going to either have failure. Point blank. There's no shortcuts. There's no in-betweens. If you want it, you got to be hungry enough to go get it. There's a reason that I drive from Las Vegas to all over Southern California and back every damn near other day to get these cheesecakes off <laughs> is because I know they are great people to buy them and I have to go out there and get them. sold. my wife does all the baking in the kitchen, but it's up to me to go out and get them oh, sold. And that process is driving. If it, it takes going 300, 400 miles a day, that's what it takes, man. Right. I mean, go get it. Yeah, If you are a complainer about what your life isn't, you have to step <laughs> back and look in the mirror and say, well, have I given, given my all mm-hmm. to achieve, what I desire to achieve. achieve. Yeah. There it is. Your desire got to meet your work. There it is. Point blank.
0: There <laughs> it is, man. I, that's the way to end it, man. <laughs> <a big> <laughs> hey, well, we want
1: to thank our guest, man. I don't, man. Appreciate you, man. We- I appreciate, <laughs> man. Black and sports. All these three gentlemen, man. I, I, I greatly appreciate your time, your effort, and you guys have a great platform, podcast, and you know you're reaching the people, man. And uh, I'm just proud to be here and to, just to give my two cents on you know, my life experience. And hopefully I that somebody that know. was watching this, that will watch it could get a lot from it.
0: There you yeah, go, man. You. Hey, we want to thank the people for listening wherever you are. Hope you enjoyed the show. Um, please share it. We're on all the platforms, black and sports on uh, social media, as far as uh, every podcast platform as well. Just check us out. No, we're rooting for you.
1: Screaming. All us blacks got it, Sports and entertainment. Until we even... Sue me, I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Sue me, I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Yo. 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 Sue me, I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Smack out racks on handmade new rags. Sue me, I'm rooting for everybody that's black. I root from sports, the college class, the rap.